Jared Dudley face. <laughs> oh, real creative. Christopher Wallace face. <laughs> if we're sued by the estate, it's because Molly's. Right, y'all can come get whatever y'all can try. I believe uh, the consensus is you hit uh, Tashima third floor Schaefer Street for <laughs> any contact information for Melissa's. How are you? I'm alright. It's been a long, it's been a long day, but we're here. We in this you know, good kids when they say it's a long day. I kind of feel you. I didn't before. But I kind of feel you. Yeah. Be a lot of long days. Let me, let me take my hat off to you because I'm off two days a week and I'm usually home with them babies until Tiff gets in. So. And you'd be ready I, to throw something, right? Huh? And you'd be ready to throw something, right? Fam. Today. I, when she came in, I was like, yo, I just need to take a walk. I don't, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> take them, and I just need to take a walk. <laughs> the other week, I had to do some, a lot of, a lot of running around to do, so I was gone for, like, six hours, and Mel had the twins by himself, and <laughs> I came back, he was like, I honestly don't know how you do this. I wanted to pull my head off of my neck. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Just do. All right, I, I'm gonna start light because the, that's the means of the conversation. But it, it's a more. It's more so about relation, relationship stuff. Um, I want to ask you how. Hold on one second, let me. I want to read something to you, and I want to get your opinion on it, because it seems very, uh, not odd, but... All right, so, I saw this post on social media this week, and it reads... Oh, lordy. Oh, of course. No, it doesn't want to it? Deleted it? No, hold on. Great. Great, great. Really great job. This is production at its final. You have it queued up because you knew you were going to start with it. I I didn't. You know we don't do pre-production meetings. It was just a random combo that I wanted to have with you. All right, here we go. I read, I saw this, and I'm going to read it out. All right. This is a female writing this, so... As I level up, my spouse has to level up as well. Level up, level up, level up. Level up. I've, I've sneakily applied to a job, a job for him, and I didn't know if he would be qualified for the position due to the title and salary. But I did it anyway, and also brushed up his resume and added myself as a reference and all. Long story short, they called him for a phone interview, and I had to tell him. He was then called in to meet for an in-person interview with the owner who came all the way from PA. The hiring manager just called me as a reference. They are going to give him the job. Seems fairly innocent, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, let's dissect that. Um, <laughs> do you think there's anything wrong with anything in that story? Well, her opening line was a little... It was a little shady, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, it... I don't think there's anything wrong with her wanting to have uh, her husband having, like, or her boyfriend, whatever he is, to kind of, you know, be on the same socioeconomic level as she is. Uh, Apparently, it's really important to her. So um, if an opportunity arises where she can assist in his leveling up, then, uh, you know, I'm all for that. It's better than her, you know, beating him over the head like, you need to do this, X, Y, Z. I'm making six figures and you're only making 50. You know, you need to get your shiz naive together. It's better than that. I don't know if she was doing that. Her pose doesn't say. Um, but cool, she, you know, she saw an opportunity for her, for her dude, and she just blindly applied i guess like all right and that's where i think my my issue begins with how it comes off how how you open up yeah as i level up my spouse has to level up also huh yeah because then my I, i really had to focus on reading this thing because i was thrown off just from that alone and then i said all right, get out of yourself and just read the doggone thing. So after I read it, the conclusion was, oh, that's kind of dope. And then I reread it, and my brain started circling around. And again, the first part keeps jumping out. It keeps blaring out. So my thing was, so you don't think whatever he does is sufficient enough, so he now has to level up because... You're leveled up. That was my first like, okay, me let me put a pin in that and think about the think about this a little bit more. But the other thing was who's to say not that he isn't grateful, but who's to say that he's qualified for the position and he, he knows nothing about it. Like granted people are on your resumes all the time. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Uh, people from Indeed and uh, all those other places. If you're listeners of the show, yes, people lie, people lie on their resumes all of the time. Thanks. Um, but for her to do his resume and enlist herself as a reference, okay, whatever. I've listed people that I worked with four or five years ago that I'm still cool with. They're my references now. And if you any of you niggas get a call in the next couple of weeks, just know, um, yeah, you know, you know what to say, you know what to do. Uh, protocol, get Corey a job. Uh, is going would be going into <laughs> would be going into effect. No, nah, but um, my issue was with the when I level up, he has to level up, and then you know you submitting his resume for him to a to a different place. Would you would you do something like that? No, I would not. 
I would not. I mean, she's clearly like shallow and probably, you know, very, uh, I can't find a word because it's late and I'm, I'm a little bit drained. But something like that is very important to her, obviously. Um, for me, it's, it's not so much. Like, I don't know what her situation is, but for me, like, my spouse obviously knows that he has to have a job that can, that can sustain the six of us. So I don't have to, you know, like, pound that over his head or, you know, go behind his back and try to find him a job because I feel like he knows that already and he's doing, you know, what he has to do and he's he's making it happen. Um, but I do know people that have gone behind their spouse's back and, you know, kind of assisted in their, I don't want to give anything away because I'm not at liberty to tell the story, but has assisted in uh, their partner's yeah, without right. the partner knowing. That's fine. Like after the after after the partner was like, I got this, you know. The other partner just you know went behind their spouse's back and was like, "Hey, um, so such and such is looking for such and such. Do you know anybody that could?" So yeah, I do know people like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because. There was initial action by the, the other spouse. It wasn't someone taking ownership and saying, no, I'm going to do this and then tell you about it when they call you. Right. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. That's kind of, it's a little sick, to be honest. No, I wouldn't do anything like that. I'm all for, like, let's just say, Hypothetically, you're out talking to somebody, doing anything you could be doing during a, a day with your kids, and someone starts talking to you, and they mention a job opportunity that may be like a better, not a better fit, but could help your family out more. And you're like, oh, well. Yeah, I, would just, I would just tell my husband, like, hey, you know, Cordy said that he has an open ad in his job, you know, it's like 10 grand more than what you're making where you're at now. Like, you know, look into it. I wouldn't just be like, sign on to the website and be like, apply. Like, that's weird to me. <laughs> like, without, without him even knowing, like, that's, that's kind of bizarre. Like, I get it that like, you want better opportunity for your man, but like, at least mention it. Like, she didn't even say anything to him until it was like, time for the interview or something you, you read. Like, that's crazy. Like, what if he's cool with the job he have now? Like, you know what I mean? And, and this this next job, it pays more, but it's, like, more grueling and it takes time away from your family and it's less vacation. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, just say something. Yeah. Uh, uh, the whole thing is uh, sketchy in my eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's sketchy, but also... You put yourself as a reference, that's fine. But they're calling you to tell you that I got your job and you're the one that kind of mastermind this whole thing. That, that's not going to make me feel like... Even in a situation where you were uh, speaking very general on, that's not... They're two different things. 
me saying I got this and still doing what I need to do and then you giving an extra umph, that's okay for me. But for you to take complete leadership and be like, oh, no, I'm going to get you a new job here. I've submitted your resume. Oh, by the way, they're going to call you and let, uh, interview you, interview you uh, on this, that, and the third. Yes. Yeah, that's the dynamics of like I don't like is, is he a lot younger than she is? Maybe he's a little less ambitious. I don't know her motives for all this. It just I don't know. I don't either. And that's the thing that's crazy because you you know on 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 the social medias people never really give context. So you're left with just I want to call it clout chasing um because I'm sure it it was written in the vein of oh yeah we we two bosses we out here i'm sure that was probably the vein in which it was written yeah crazy nonetheless leveling up yeah all that great stuff speaking of leveling up free agency has kicked off the summer has officially started I don't, I don't even know where to begin. I know people are screaming at us right now. There's only one place to start. Brooklyn! Be the place where... All right, so let me just start by saying we were very wrong. I was very wrong. <laughs> very wrong. <laughs> very wrong. Uh, I, what we did before, before the playoffs, there was a lot of noise of KD and and Kyrie coming to New York. Now, most people believe it to be the Knicks because that's the story franchise um, here in New York. Um, and it was pretty much a no-brainer for Kevin Durant because his business, 35 Ventures, had moved from West Coast to New York. So it was like, all right, it was the same thing that happened with LeBron. Like, his last year in Cleveland, his whole joint with Maverick had moved to L.A. Mav had already moved to L.A., uh, the year before, so it was like, all right, no brainer. We already know LeBron's going to LA. Same blueprint with KD. Uh, last year, his contract, his business move from the West to the East. It was like, all right, cool. He's definitely coming to one of these New York teams. Everybody just thought it was the Knicks. When he got hurt again in Game Five when the Achilles pop, I said, all right, KD is just going going to opt into his contract, rehab in Golden State, get his $31 million, and then next year, 2020, he will opt out. But he don't have to opt out. He would just, he would just be a true free agent, an unrestricted uh, free agent. Boy, was I wrong. Um, apparently, his doctor, like his personal doctor, is the next team doctor. And... Um, when he tore his Achilles, he didn't go back to um, Golden State. He came to New York, and his doctor did the surgery for him. He didn't use the doctors from Golden State. So that was very telling in hindsight. Um, that's not something that I picked up on in that moment. Um, but it makes total sense now that everything has um, transpired. Kyrie, I think you said, don't be surprised if he goes back to LeBron. We did? Yeah. So we were very, very wrong about that. We definitely predicted that he wouldn't stay in Boston. Like, that just wasn't, that situation was not working out. They were, they were better than him the previous season. They made it all the way to the conference finals. Seven games, they pushed LeBron in, in the Cavs. 
this close to, you know, making it to the finals without Kyrie, who wasn't even at the game. <laughs> uh, he had a nose or what was it? A nasal surgery or something stupid. Um, we, we're going to get into Kyrie and his injuries. And yeah. I'll, I'll... yeah. So we were, we were dead wrong about Kyrie going back to the Lakers and, uh, you know, giving it another shot with LeBron. Um, Wait, do you remember on an earlier episode when we were talking about, like, it might have been mid-season when we were talking about where, like, free agents and where they could be going? Remember we mentioned Washington as maybe, like, the front runner for Durant, him going back home? I don't. Fine. I'm just, just to say that, like, even when we were talking about it early in the season, we still, like, were so far off from <laughs> where he could have gone. I was just thinking about, like, because all of the people that say, oh, well, and this is why listening to the Chris Broussards and the Stephen A. Smiths and people saying that their source is this and their source is that, y- y'all niggas ain't got no sources. Like, because no one... I have no sources. No Stephen, a has, Stephen A. Smith has been so wrong throughout this entire process. He has not <laughs> any of these your sources told you what? None of that happened. None of that happened. I'm not listening to nobody but Waj. I'm waiting for the no Waj one. And th- that's it. If Waj don't say it, it ain't happening. Stephen A., Chris, Freak. I saw Frank Isola. I'm like, what? Where do you come from? Since when are you breaking news, Frank? <laughs> like, for the athletic. Like, get out of here. All them niggas. If it ain't coming from Waj, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, Stephen A. was the one who, during the finals, said, my sources are telling me Durant said if they lose, he's reading up in Golden State. If they win, he's out of here. That's what he said during the finals. Yeah, that's... You... Yeah, I know. What I know. are the sources, Steve? Like... I know. What are the sources? Who are these sources? Who are these people? Who are you talking to? Everybody wants to be able to say, oh, well, they know or they have the insight on what's happening and where who's. Yeah, it's if it's not Waj and if it ain't um Adam Sheck. Chef for the NFL? Then nah, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Because yeah. I think it's, it's, you can applaud the level of, uh, not accuracy, but trust they have in these two gentlemen that anytime they, whenever they say something's going to happen, yeah. you got to believe mm-hmm. it's a done deal already and they just waiting for the announcement to come out. Sure. For sure. And when I saw a watch post, I was like, oh, here we go. Let's kick free agency off. Who do we predict would kick it off? Like, I, You I said Kyrie, I said Clay, And both yeah. of us was wrong because Kimba, Kimba Walker set it off. Yeah, Kimba, yeah. There were talks that Kimba would go to um, the Celtics. I want to say actually, because I saw a lot of people saying um, there was a stupid move on Boston's part because Kimba is a shorter, smaller diet version of Kyrie Irving. I wanted to get your take on that, because I have. I saw that too, and... I'm not mad at that comparison. I think Kimba has, uh, and this is not uh, a slight to Kyrie, but I feel like Kimba has a little more, not leveled head, 
but he's he's more of a leader. They they may play style of play may resemble each other. It's not you know a complete replica like Kobe and MJ, but there's points of um, Kimba's game that resemble Kyrie's. I just think in the leadership uh, space, Kimba's a little bit more equipped and evolved, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because my thing was, and Kyrie is my guy. I love Kyrie. I really do. But it's like, if LeBron didn't go back to Cleveland, what wouldn't Kyrie just be Kimba? Because we, because we saw we saw Kyrie in Cleveland before LeBron went home, and then we saw Kyrie in Boston without LeBron. Doesn't it just look like Kimball Kimball Walker in Charlotte? Like he's not to me. Like, I get that their games resemble each other and Kimba's a little shorter. He's like two or three inches shorter. Um, I heard a lot of the pundits saying that Kimba um, kind of echoing what you're saying about having a level head. He would be a better fit for that locker room because the young guys just really wasn't respecting Kyrie's energy and what he was bringing. Um, but to say that Kimba Walker is just like diet Kyrie is like... Kimba Walker is Kyrie. Kyrie is Kimba Walker. If LeBron will go back to Cleveland and Kyrie doesn't get those years under LeBron and and kind of just shadow, because of course you can score 20, 30 points when you got LeBron on the floor with you. You know what I mean? And just kind of go under the radar if you lose. It's like, oh, LeBron didn't make this play. It's, ne- it's never going to be your fault. So you can just go out and, you know what I mean, and ball like, my big brother's on the court with me. I can do whatever I want. Here's the thing with that. Not even um, – and looking at their games, and I hate when people use the term, oh, floor general and all that other stuff. Kimball Walker, when you watch him play, I'm not going to say he's not razzle-dazzle. He does, he, does what it need, he does what needs to be done to get the job done. You look at Kyrie's game, it's like you're watching the N1 um, mixtape. Kimba got handles, too. I, I, I'm not saying he doesn't, but I, follow me on a just an analogy. Kimba, Kimba can, like, run up and down and shoot and pass and may give you a, 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 a flashy something every once in a while, whereas Kyrie, every time he takes the ball, like, out of the bounds. It's like, oh, okay, we had Rucker. Um, Every possession's an all-star game for Kyrie. Yeah. I can see that. The the point that you're making is 100% valid. If LeBron doesn't go back to Cleveland, yeah, we're having the same conversation. Oh, Kyrie and Kimball, what separates them? And what did Kyrie learn under LeBron? Because he didn't put any of it to use in Boston. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. It's like, of course, your play is going to be different when you're when you have arguably, you know, the best player in in the league at the moment, right next to you. 
Like, of course you're going to just ball out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, what can you do as the man on your team? And to me, he was just he was just Kimba Walker. Like, he's been what Kimba Walker was doing in Charlotte all these years. Made it to the playoff once, playing with a bunch of nobodies. Nicholas Batum and that other dark skin nigga, I can't think of his name right now. The one who signed for all that money. God, what is his name? Shoot. But yeah, just playing with a bunch of bums, you know, like, and averaging 25. You know what I mean? Like, and speaking of, Kyrie averaged 23. He's slightly better, you know, he's slightly more efficient than, than Kemba. Kim was like 45, Kyrie's like 49, 48. But look, it was the same thing. Same thing. First round playoff, second round exit for Kyrie. Season before Kyrie, Eastern Conference Finals, game seven. Which uh, black guy are you talking about? Marvin Williams or Marvin? Yes, Marvin. Yeah. um, playing with trash for the last four four years when he came into the league. You know what the problem is before we finish that? The Hornets don't really get much TV time. So people yeah. listening to this analogy, yeah. they may not understand what you're saying or they may not get um, what that analogy means because they don't really see Kimball like that. Yeah. Um, he came into the league in 2011. Dang. Charlotte put some miles on that kid. You, you see how quiet that is, though? Yeah. Yeah. He got his, he got his payday. Nigga, money that was thrown around. Listen. Um, I want to get into some more of these free agency moves. Uh, the noticeable ones. I ain't going to waste everybody's time and try to rerun the whole uh, the whole day. But, yeah, that Nets thing, that was kind of the first, uh, first thing to really set free agency into a frenzy. Uh, you guys, and as in the Miami Heat, got Jimmy Butler in a nice little trade. Yeah. Baby D Wade. I was gonna say, doesn't he uh like look up to D Wade? Yeah, they're very close. Okay, I can see that move makes a lot of sense. He wanted to be the number one guy. He's gonna go to Miami and not. Well, yeah, he's gonna be in Wade Shadow because when I think of Miami, I think of morning and I think of Wade. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. You almost forget that Shaq was there for a couple seasons. Shaq was a nice uh, accessory for D Wade. It wasn't the, and I say that respectfully because <laughs> no, it yeah. wasn't the Shaq that was in LA that was the guy. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I want to see Jimmy have a successful tenure in uh, Miami. Yeah, um, too. I really hope so. I mean, obviously that's my team, but like he's. He's had a bad rep uh, these past couple of seasons, like just bouncing around, you know, requesting trades, uh, not being satisfied with like coaching and management and stuff. And he's like, all right, Jimmy, like, 
Ain't went no chips nowhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, show us something before you do all of this demanding and, and you know, crying and screaming and arguing with your teammates and stuff. He had issues in Chicago. They shipped him to Minnesota. He didn't want to be there. They shipped him to Philly. That situation seemed okay. I don't really remember much um, noise coming out of the locker room on that. But um, Miami's a great organization. So we'll, you know, we'll see Pat Riley, Mickey, Coach Spo. Got some good vets there. Some got rid of think- White Side. <laughs> yes. I think UD, if he comes back, he kind of keeps Jimmy in check because he's the other statesman of the locker room. Yeah, for sure. He's the other statesman of the locker room. How do you feel about D'Lo going to Golden State? I was shocked. I fell asleep like 10 o'clock Sunday, and uh, it was reported like 11 or something. I saw the notification on my phone when I woke up the next day, and I was like, wait, what? I was like, okay, well, you didn't you didn't get KD, so you got something in return. So I'm not mad at it for that reason. Um, and D'Lo has only improved from the moment he stepped foot in the league. Like, his game is elevated every year, and he was an all-star, I believe, last year with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, really good shooter, so that you know that fits right into Golden State's. That fits right into Golden State's game. Um, yeah, and they needed something because Clay's going to be out for like six, seven months, so they needed another piece to to throw in there with with Stephen Dre, and they ship Iggy. <laughs> To Memphis, Tennessee. I got a theory about I can't that. Get over that. <laughs> that was your finals MVP, bro. And I just gonna ship that nigga to the Grizzlies. I got bro. a theory about that. I think that they they sent him away in a trade so that they can whoever buys him out and they pick him back up. I don't think that's going to happen as much as he's been talking about Golden State, but that seems like the perfect scenario to get around business is to trade him, let somebody buy him out, and then pick him up again. Yeah, because I saw that uh, Houston was was interested. Of course they are. Yeah, Houston be trying to go for it all every season. Like <laughs> They was picking pieces up, picking pieces up. Um but yeah, I I like it. D'Lo in, in Golden State. I like it. It's I, another I playmaker. Love- like they've never really had a playmaker outside of Stephen Clay. So for them to get another, like he can create his own for real, for real, and he can shoot. Um, I like it. We gotta see how he fits in, you know, chemistry wise. When when Clay comes back, I want to see how the three work. Yeah, that's what I want to see too, because it's basically like a three guard set. Someone mentioned uh, D'Lo would run the two and Clay at the three when they well they ain't got no choice but to go small ball. But mm-hmm. um, we said last week a lot of teams have been making improvements out west, and they're just they're another example of another team like they didn't uh, they didn't fall down and say oh we lost KD. Right. Uh, that's it. But they're making they they made a move 
one, giving Clay to Max, which everybody saw coming. Had and, to. and that's why I thought Clay would have been the one to get it started because he was making it seem like, yeah, it was never a doubt. I wasn't leaving anyway. But if you knew they were offering you to Max, why not just say, okay, well, right. Sunday, 601. Yeah, nigga, I'm, I'm signing with Golden State again. Right. Right. Um, so I don't think they would make the playoffs. Remember, I kept saying, uh, KD, well, I said that KD would stay, but he wasn't going to be able to play next season anyway. And then Clay got hurt, so he would have been out at least till February, March, maybe. And I was saying that it would be too late. But with D'Lo, I think they can make the playoffs. Like seven C, maybe I would give them seven six. But yeah, I I, I can give them that. Adding D'Lo would 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 propel them into a playoff push. Now, what they do in there, I don't know. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We got to see what happens with the Lakers. Who they get. But obviously, the addition of Anthony Davis, they're contenders. Houston is still there. Um, Denver, they brought back basically their, you know, their core players. Um, so yeah, the competition is only getting thicker. I think it's the end of the dynasty for Golden State. Like the Warriors, as we have known them for the past five years, no more. I think they'll go through some restructuring, but I don't think they're uh, Carmelo Anthony done. And you, see them, you see them winning another championship? At Clint this very coming moment, ACL injury. ACL and Achilles are the no. two injuries that basketball players fear the most. Clay is coming off of ACL. They're only getting older. Steph is going to be 31 or something, I think, this year. Like, their young players haven't really blossomed like that. Jordan Bell, McKinney, like, those dudes ain't really nothing. Steph is injury prone. At this, this year... No, do I see them winning, making some some sort of moves, or because uh, it really is front office. If front office does that thing, knowing that Steph and them are only going up, LeBron's coming down in terms of age and mileage. Um, it's a wide open. You can't say definitively, oh, this team is gonna win That's next year, guaranteed. That's very true. The league is wide open as it stands. We, now, we're still waiting to to hear from Kawhi. <laughs> I saw somebody say Kawhi's just going to show up to a training camp and announce that's going to be his announcement to the world with team he's playing for. <laughs> 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 so we're all just sitting here waiting for, for Kawhi to make a decision. Um, so, yeah, depending on what Kawhi does, if he goes to L.A., then th- that's just a no-brainer. It's like no, no need to even play the season. Like, just, you know. Just give it to the Lakers. But um I saw someone say this is the most balanced the league has been in a very long time. Yeah. 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 Because Golden State has just been Golden State for the past five years. It's like no one can beat these niggas. And then when they added KD, it was like, forget it. Like just mail it in. But if Kawhi stays in Toronto or if he goes to the Clippers, then the league is wide open. It's gonna be very competitive. 
I can see Giannis getting better. Bucks are going to be there. Chris Middleton came back. They got rid of Malcolm Brogdon, which I don't really mind because he hasn't been really healthy. Um, so, yeah, um, Indiana be back. Vic Oladipo. Like, it's going to be exciting and fun. It's going to be real good. Al Horford got the max to go to Philly. They're going to be. Um, yeah. Philly will be right there again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Philly, the Bucks. But even Boston getting Enos Kanter, that kind of. Yeah, yeah. They didn't really lose anything. They got. What about Alfred? Any game that too. shocked me. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. Coming, I oh, I was like, whoa. Okay, and he went to Philly. <laughs> that nigga stayed in the conference. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. That's the, that's the other part that I didn't see. Like you opted out of Boston and you went to. Well, I'm like, yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. He really hate these niggas. Like, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> uh, it's, it's gonna be fun next year. If Kawhi doesn't go to, uh, to, to the Lakers, it'll be fun. Do you have uh, Uncle Peep's number? I don't. Dang it, man. I wanted to talk to a diehard that was going through it, man. Oh, I think- man. Why are you in Cold Will? Or Quan? Nah, man. Nah. Uncle Unc- Unc got some years on him, and he been... Nick's taped out for as long as I can remember. He made, he had a long post on Facebook. He's like he's not doing it no more. He's not he's not putting any more of his energy into it because it's it's really like devastating. And I don't blame him. It's like, but that's why I want to speak to him because everybody else is trying to be optimistic about it. Oh, I like our picks. Uh, we got a young. Co- I don't want to speak to them niggas. I want to speak to the niggas that saying nah, fam. And I felt that when he wrote that post, I felt that like. Cause I know how much he loved the Knicks. I felt that because it's like, fam, for you of all people to be like, nah, I, like I'm not doing this no more. Yeah. Because it's different to be um, a diehard fan and you win and then you lose. But to lose consistently. Yo, they lost the lottery. So it was no Zion. These niggas shipped KP to Dallas to clear cap space and got nobody. <laughs> like, these, these, yo, this has to be the dumbest front office. They signed Julius Randle, Bobby Portis. Who was the other one? I'm like, nigga, what? Like, y'all could have just kept KP and just added these pieces around him. Like, Taj Gibson. Taj. Taj gotta be 40. Like, I, we have to be like the same age. And that nigga got those Chicago Bulls mouths on him. So, like, what is Taj giving you? Like, <laughs> come on. You, you, I'm using it as the, the photo, um, the photo for the cover art for this podcast. The picture of Kyrie, KD, and Zion and Knicks uniforms. That has to be the photo because every year Knicks fans get their hopes up. But this year, I understand why they're mad. 
for James Dolan and the front office to fe- f- be brave enough to say we didn't offer him the no. max. What? Yo, like, why would you even say that to anybody? To anybody. That's something that, sh- that should have never came out, and it should have been an email that was leaked years from now, but not right during a Mr. No, free agency. Not at the very moment, y'all missed KD because y'all wouldn't. Come on. And the people that they signed is equivalent to what KD would have got anyway. So, so what are we talking about here, fam? That's why I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak to optimistic Nick fans. They'd be like, "Oh no, nah, we got money. We we, we doing short term deals." Yeah, I don't so speak somebody, to somebody. Somebody tagged me. I think Jamel. He tagged me in this this post this rent that he went on. So I'm like, "Yeah, the Knicks are stupid. Like you got rid of everybody to get two max players, <laughs> and then you don't offer that do, the one of them the, the, a max contract. You get rid of you got rid of Porzingis." And you signed nobody of his caliber. And the dude was like, oh, what? <laughs> he's like, what caliber? He only played one season for us. We good. We got um, we got cap space and draft picks. I'm like, so this one have the Knicks ever done anything with cap space and draft picks? Like, have you not been watching the news the past three days? With the, what? Look what y'all signed with the cap space. And the draft pick, like... Who have y'all drafted in the past decade besides KP that you can say is like, oh, that was a great pick? I'm like, how could you be so like I'm like, in theory, the Knicks are good, but the Knicks are not good because the Knicks have they never are not. never been good with anything. Ridiculous, the part you know? that's crazy, um, well not crazy. What I'm what I would love to see, because I said we was gonna talk about Kyrie and his injuries. He hasn't played one full NBA season since he's been in the league. Do we think that holds true next year, or does he wait until Durant? He has a healthy Durant. Like, what Kyrie do we see? Do we see the one that's oh, I got this injury, or we see one that's going to try to go out there with the young core and make some noise before Durant even touches the floor? Yeah, I want to see that too. I want to see that too. I want to see how this dynamic works. In 2020, because KD's big beef with Russ was that he was like a ball hog and the ball didn't move freely. That's why it was such an easy decision for him to go to Golden State because those guys share the ball. It's such free flowing basketball. He loved it, blase, blase. But then you go with Kyrie, and I get it, you guys are really good friends, but he is a bit of a ball hog. Like the ball stops with in his, like, he's not passing. And one mixtape. This is what I'm saying. So like the nigga I'm very back. interested to see, like you said, what Kyrie do we get this season? Does he come out like excited about being on a new team and a new system, under a new coach in a new city, um, a team that he grew up, you know, he grew up in New Jersey and the Nets have always been his team. Like, do we get a kid just excited to, to have this moment? Or do we just he is he was like all right I mean I'm gonna get paid and it's gonna be low management type of nonsense, and if so, if we go with the former, like does he just take a backseat to KD when he comes back in 2020? It's like nah, fam, I've been putting in the work. You know what I mean? Like I had the team on my back the whole 1920 season, 
and then here you come a year later and you know you wanted to be <laughs> give me the ball you know what i mean like so i'm interested to see how this how they you know work on the court their chemistry um how was Kyrie lebron's uh lebron was in cleveland how many years I think four. When he came back, when he played with Kyrie? Yeah. How was Kyrie that first year? Because he was the man in Cleveland, and then news happens that LeBron's going back. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I'm just trying to see, because that's essentially the same position. He's gonna be in when KD comes back. Like I'm the man. Yeah. Or now I gotta either defer and be the second option, or like I don't know. Yeah. Niggas yeah. online say they friends, so it's easier to deal with. Um, I think that's uh Durant. Every time he leaves, I think he's a sucker for how he addresses why he left. If it's true that he was saying that um he felt like second fiddle, second fiddle. to Steph. Yeah. It's like, come on, fam. Like, them niggas don't care nothing about who's the number one option over there. Like, the whole thing is we we just have fun. Right, exactly. Exactly. If it's your moment, we will shine light on you for that moment. If it's Clay's moment, if it's Steph's moment, it's like, whatever. It's like, yo, whoever got it, got it. And it's not like I'm one, I'm two. The ball finds you and, you, and it finds the bottom of the net. We gonna keep going to you, so I don't, I don't, I don't get that. But we, we know that Kevin is is sensitive. Like he has burner accounts, and he be replying to people on Twitter, and he gets. But well, that's Twitter. why I don't think New York, Brooklyn of all places, is well. Gentrified Brooklyn may be okay for KD, but Brooklyn <laughs> of all places, I don't think that's the yeah, place. New York media is, yeah, New York media is something, and and Kyrie and KD don't like the media, so I don't. I don't see how this works. I don't see how this works, like, on paper. But, you know, they are good friends, so maybe that helps. We just have to see in, in a couple of years. Um, to go back to your question about Kyrie, he didn't play a lot of games when, uh, when LeBron came home. He only played, like, 50 games. Um, so <laughs> he didn't really have a choice but to kind of take a backseat to LeBron. Um, and he averaged, like, 19 points, so... Um, but then that next season, he averaged 25. He played 72 games, averaged 25, 47%, 40 from the three. He only averages five assists. Like, all stop him. Aye. Um. So, we'll, we'll, speaking of ball stoppers, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> like, what did this nigga do to deserve? I feel so bad for him. I honestly feel bad for him because he he had that magical season in Boston. And he was supposed to get his contract, the max contract that next season, but then he ended up messing up his hip like in the playoffs. And then they just like his sister tragically died and he tried to play anyway and he he scored mad points. I think it was like 40 or 50 points or something like that. And they just traded him. He's like, he's just been bouncing around ever since. Not the one you deal with the Washington Wizards, for those that don't know. 
Because like when, Isaiah is not really in the news these days. When a league ruins you, the league ruins you. Um, AI I posted a, to have a terrible season because like, yo, where's Danny Ainge's karma for this? Like, you can't do this to this poor guy. Celtics have not decreased since losing IT4. Yeah. Uh, um, AI posted a clip on his Instagram the other day of him in a Pistons uniform, and I completely blacked that out of my mind, just like him in a Grizzlies uniform. It never happened. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, somebody CGI'd AI in a Pistons uniform. When, this, when did this happen? And that's the when the league is done with you, because that was when he was on that, that that was when he needed time for his daughter his sick daughter and all that other stuff and they started giving him that uh same treatment bouncing around from team to team yeah, yeah. say hate to say it but this was happening with mellow now um it happened to Shaq at the end of his career that nigga played for almost every team yeah, i was and, like with Shaq Cleveland the Suns i was like nigga if you don't sit down somewhere else. The Celtics. The Celtics. <laughs> the Celtics. Play for the Celtics. Oh man, yo, Shaq was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sha- Shaq. end of his season, uh, end of career run was very bad. To watch. Yeah, yeah. Him, mad doofy on Cleveland bench, uh, just taking uh, pitches with the bench with LeBron. I'm like, yeah. Just, just hang it up, Shaq. Hang it up. One year deal with the Washington Wizards. I mean, we'll see what happens with uh, not um, dang, nigga, uh, Ball, Wall, John Wall. We we'll see what happens with him when he comes back because he was injured too. So yeah, it, it might set up. Uh, it might set. IT up to be a nice uh, six man option, but if you don't get no playing time, then yeah, I wonder what Bradley Bill's gonna do because he's a free agent as well, I believe. And uh, that John Wall Bradley Bill thing is kind of like the Kyle Lowry Demar Derozan. Nah, it's definitely over. Uh, like, yeah, they gotta break it up. They gotta break it up. I'm surprised Bill didn't go anywhere. As of yet, but yeah, me too. Me too. He was a good. He he would have been a good pickup for the Knicks. Like he can get buckets. The Knicks didn't. Yo, I laughed so hard when I said Cousins doesn't even have um. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a, a market for Cousins and which is kind of sad, but. It's sad, bro. Like he he had a market the last season, and nobody was like, nobody was even calling him. So Golden State was like, all right, cool. But then it was just like, and you watched him. He's, he just never got back in shape. He just never looked right. His form was off. He wasn't like as aggressive. You know what I mean? Like he was big, but he wasn't like dominating. It was weird. It was like, nigga, go up and get the board. Like, how is he slapping that ball out of your hand as big as you are? I just, I don't, I just feel bad for him. Maybe he needs like uh, a new trainer or something, a nutritionist. I don't know. Call LeBron's Navy SEALs guys. Like, 
Man, speaking about LeBron, LeBron James. Oh, James. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this here. I hate that grown men, grown men. I, I said this before, man. I'm gonna say it again. You niggas are the reason people don't like LeBron. It ain't LeBron. It's the grown, dick-eating men <laughs> that have every excuse, but still, he's their goat. And I, I say there, yeah. I, he's there, y'all, goat. Best in the world, all right? That's y'all's goat. That's your goat. I don't see why LeBron is so eager to get Kawhi in the Lakers uniform when the league, as we just spoke about, like the league is wide open. Golden State is not a juggernaut anymore. Kevin Durant he, has he, to sit out an entire season. Like I, I was just getting ready to say his kryptonite is Durant. And Durant's back east. Well, Durant's east now, so his kryptonite is Durant. So he's trying to do whatever he can. Yeah, but even when Durant come back, it's only him and Kyrie. And, like, LeBron already knows Kyrie. Like, half of what he know probably came from, you know what I mean? Like, spending those four years with LeBron. So it was like, all right, I already know what to do with you. We got AD. So I don't, I don't, I don't get LeBron's, like, eagerness to have Kawhi. I don't know. Hold on, I, I got a, I got a, I got a little treat for, because we're gonna get a LeBron fan up here, and we're gonna have a conversation that not a lot of LeBron fans want to have, and I'm sure he's gonna be very entertaining about this. So, hold on one second. Jorge with the W. Yeah, we we need you to uh, liven up. Julius Randall face. We have you on the- <laughs> <laughs> whatever face. We brought you up here on whatever face podcast to talk to you because we're talking about free agency and LeBron James and I think Melissa had a question for you that she she would love for you to answer about LeBron James. Yeah, George. Can I can I before I answer that, can I just note that the um the Knicks was not willing to give Kevin Durant the max because of his Achilles, but gave Julius Randle over sixty million dollars and he has no ACLs. So <laughs> he has no his right or his left knee has no ACLs. <laughs> maybe maybe they're just sure that he's never gonna tear it. So that's why they say Safe bet, but he has no ACL. Okay, you got to the question. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Speaking of crazy, why does your man LBJ King James, your goat, why does he want Kawhi in the Lakers uniform so bad? I'm offended, first of all. Because, first of all, let's just start there. 
I'm not a LeBron fan, number one. There you are. Yeah, come on, stop it. Yeah, Knock it off. Knock it off. I'm not a LeBron fan, number one. So let's just start right there. Y'all being really unreasonable right now and paying me in the corner, and I don't appreciate it. Let's just start from the top. Number one. Number two, I'm a Lakers fan. Whoever comes to the team, I'll be happy with. Um, and number three, this is unfair. Everybody should want to get the best players on their team. You got the best in the world. Why do you need more help? You got the best in the world. Why do you need more help? So LeBron James is the best in the world? That's what y'all said. No, 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 no. Hold up. Time out. Time out. You just said that. I didn't say that. I said that sarcastically with how you guys look to him as the best in the world. Is that not how LeBron James is viewed? Is LeBron James the best player in the world to you? No. No. Okay, then. So... Why wouldn't the best – if he's not the best in the world, why wouldn't he need help? Because everyone and their mom labels him. He's been labeled the best in the world since high school. Let's, let's stop acting like this title is, like, coming out of nowhere and it doesn't fit um, where, where the sarcasm is coming from. They've been saying LeBron James is the best for years now. Is that the truth? No. To me. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You mean – you mean best currently or greatest of all time? They've made the arguments for him for both scenarios. Greatest okay. of all time and the best in the world today. All right, so let's handle the greatest of all time argument. Let's knock that out real quick. No, he's not the greatest of all time. He's amongst the greats. Nobody's going to surpass Mike, number one, because he went six for six. Number two, because... I think that everything that happened in the 90s is just going to be the best of all time, period. I think when they talk about stuff like the greatest generation, I think that's us. Because everything that happened in the 90s, yo, was the best. It was the top of the tops. Cowboys is winning Super Bowls in there the 90s. Nobody said nothing about the Dallas Cowboys. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang was at his best. <laughs> Biggie. Shoot, Puff was actually putting out music in the 90s, successful music. I mean, he could never put out a second album on nobody, but the first one was always banging. <laughs> So Michael Jordan has this superhero cult-like figuredom to him that is never going to go away. And the people that the people that didn't like Michael Jordan in the '90s, it's almost like they just flew away and went to a different planet of some sort <laughs> because now they don't exist. Everybody that's old enough to know, you can't. Let, let's stop acting like we all love Michael Jordan. In the 90s, yo. Can we stop doing that? Can we do that for just a second? Can we admit to that? That there was these same, these same LeBron vibes that LeBron gets? Jordan was getting them same vibes in the 90s. Am I right or am I wrong? I loved Mike when I was like 10. I don't know about anybody else. Corey? What do you mean, um, the same vibes? Because Mike... Wasn't, wasn't the old heads in the 90s talking about he ain't no magic? Yeah, okay, to that point, to that point, yeah. But I, that's that, what I'm saying. He ain't no Kareem. But, but to, <clears throat> it's, the same, it's the same, it's a generational thing. 
you so equally 20 years had, from twenty years from had, now, um, the same thing is gonna happen. You equally had people that when when they went to Barcelona the dream team, they wasn't checking for Magic and Bird. Niggas was looking for Mike. So they was looking for all them dudes. Come on, man. Don't get me now, don't get me wrong. He definitely changed the game. Like because of him, because of him, Chris Middleton just got $180 million. <laughs> yeah. Feel me? Like that's why that's why he can't be surpassed as the GOAT, because what he did for the game globalized it bigger than it ever was before. He changed it and he brought more money to the game. So that's why he can never be surpassed. You're just you're distracting the people from the the, the actual question, and that is. But I just but LeBron I answered the question. I just yeah, because I would I would like to point out the fact that you were claiming Heat Nation from 2010 to 2014. Facts. No 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 Okay. I was Heat Nation from 2004 to 2014, 2015. I'm going to explain my story to the Whatever Face family. I am a lifelong Lakers fan. I became a Lakers fan. I'm going to show my age a little bit. But in, when I was in my mama's kitchen in like 1988, back when they used to play the NBA Finals games at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturdays, I came home. I saw the Lakers beating the Celtics, and I said, that's my team. And they was my team. I was in my – I'll never forget. I was in my mother's car while she was shopping at Pathmark when Magic told people he had the AIDS. And I went home. (laughs) And I I went home, and I took out my Magic Johnson jersey, and I hung it up on on the wall as a memorial. What's funny is it was right next to my Michael Jordan poster that I got from my box of Wheaties of him doing the dunk from the free throw line. <laughs> but I was a Lakers fan, a sturdy Lakers fan for years and years and years. But when the Shaq and Kobe split happened, I was livid because Shaq was my favorite player. And I was so happy that the Lakers got him. And I was so upset that they got rid of him. So I was like, whenever, wherever Shaq going, I'm going. So Shaq got traded to the Heat. I went to the Heat. I had no idea who Dwayne Wade was. I was like, who is this big lip short dude? I have no idea who this kid is, but let's see how this goes. And then it went well. And then LeBron ended up ended up there. And it went even better. But then they signed Hassan Whiteside to a max deal. And <laughs> I mean, I'm a grown man. I'm not stuck in anything. I said. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going back. I'm going back to the Lakers, and then LeBron ended up there. So it's just like the pattern. See the pattern there, Corey? Yeah, I was just going to say, listen, how coincidental every team you like, LeBron magically I mean, shows listen, up at. I'll Gift wrapped on every I team. Will, I will pull up the Facebook memories on y'all. Two to three years ago, I said, I am back to being a Lakers fan. Because nobody knows if I'm playing or being – serious on Facebook anymore. It's like, I got to say something like religious or holy for people to be like, oh, 
he's not playing. Everything else that I say <laughs> online is like, yo, this dude George trolling again. But I promise you, I could pull up the Facebook memories. I'd be like, yo, I'm coming back to Lakers Nation. Cats is like, yo, stop playing. And, and then the LeBron, I'm not a LeBron fan thing. I'm just a realist. I don't like it when people just, like, this discussion right here, this is weird to me. <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't a team want the best player? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't the team want the finals MVP if there's a free agent? What's wrong? As it stands right now, can you not say that LeBron is the best player in the NBA? Right now, I can't say LeBron is the best player in the NBA because LeBron hasn't played in months. I can just go off the eye test, and this man that just won the Finals MVP right now is the best player in the NBA. LeBron's gonna have to get back on the court and do some stuff for him to get that mantle back. Is he still top two? Yes. Is he still top five? Of course. Is AD top five? Of course. I get it. But why wouldn't the team want to better themselves? You grew up in this the eighties. You grew up in the eighties and the nineties watching those people compete. My thing with LeBron, and I've always said, here we go. Yeah, you you up here to hear this. My my <laughs> thing about Le, my thing about LeBron is that if you, I grew up watching the best, wanting to go against the best. If you okay. are the best, why not say, nah, I'm good over here. I want to compete against you. I get it. It's a different league than it was Corey. in the 90s. Corey, you remember them best teams from the 80s? Remember, them, remember what, what Magic Johnson, what pick was he? Mag, what pick was Magic, Corey? Uh, first, 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 first. first. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, first. Michael Thompson, first. James Worthy, he wasn't first, but I don't think he fell lower than fourth. Michael Cooper, super team's been here. What are you talking about? Celtics. Bird. Dennis Johnson, Bird, Mikhail Pears. You think they drafted all them dudes? Mikhail, Mikhail wasn't drafted by the Celtics. They traded for Mikhail. When when the bird and come magic, on man when, when a bird super magic team's era, been here when it's bird, just when, when a, not, it's I'm just when a, it's team. just it's just when a black man can stand <laughs> up and, and speak truth to power and take the power back from the slave owners. See that's a see y'all don't want a Django. That's what y'all don't want. See, that's that, I see what it is. Y'all Samuel Jackson. That's what y'all want. <laughs> y'all want y'all y'all want Samuel Jackson. I don't want Sam. I want Jamie Foxx with the bad haircut. I want Django. I want uh, a. Uh, would you agree that as of right now, it's the most balanced the league has been in a long time? At, well, this season coming up, yeah. Finally, because it took Kevin Durant to be misdiagnosed by them crackhead Golden State doctors and Clay Thompson going down. Hold up, time out. I, I'm being. I'm being harassed here, but you, sir, <laughs> have been an avid supporter of the Golden State Warriors. An avid supporter. You stood there and you looked them dead in the eye after they went a whole season and lost nine games and they added Kevin Durant to their team. I hated and you didn't, it. You I didn't hated it. Bad. I, no, no, I hated it. it. No, I hated it. No, I hated it. The biggest, no, you, 
you, no, no, but try that, Judd. You've been a biggest light skinned supporter. Ooh. <laughs> Very sick. You no, celebrated this thing. No, I did not. I hated it. We got rings out of it for sure, but I hate it when Durant came. We got rings out of it. And now they go sign D'Angelo Russell for no reason. That poor, stupid kid going to go sign with them to go play there for one year and get traded. But if you went dummy. to L.A., would have been cool? Yep. No, he should have went to the Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns was posting, deloading on his Insta story and everything. He should have went to the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Him, Wiggins, and oh, man, that would have been clutch. That would have been nice. But now he's going to go be the two-guard in between Clay and Curry and just get the scraps? Please. Dumbest move. I, that's a Knicks move. What they did over there in Florida State. He's gonna he's gonna play the point guard and, and, and Steph is gonna come up, come off all those screens like he likes to do and just play off the ball. So Until come back. I'm, when Clay come back, I don't know what they're gonna do with that nigga. So what that so what they're gonna do with that screen door defense? Yeah, that's that's gonna be an issue. Object of the game is to score points. Uh, the most defensive team is gonna look like the Sixers. If we just like doing it. an eye test, the most defensive. I like, like the what the Sixers. I like what the Sixers is going to do. It's yeah. all pending with I, – I told my boys this as a Sixers fan. I was like, Ben Simmons better not take one shot in the paint this whole offseason. Everything he should take <laughs> should be a jumper. <laughs> even when That's he's throwing – He doesn't have a jump shot after all these years. Son, even when he's throwing something away in his house, he better <laughs> not just walk up to the trash. He better shoot that jump from one side of the kitchen to the other and try to make it. All that money is the least he could do. There's nothing wrong with LeBron James. Sorry. There's nothing wrong with the Los Angeles Lakers trying to acquire the number one free agent in the offseason. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't see the problem. The Los Angeles Lakers are actively pursuing a free agent to add to their team. LeBron James are actively pursuing Kawhi Leonard. To try to get him to sign with the Lakers. There y'all go. And it's really disgusting. Y'all, y'all can see if it's up to y'all. Django will be arrested. He'll be back <laughs> in the conference. <laughs> nah. I, love what, I love what LeBron and them did. I love what Rich and them did. Strong arm in the Pelicans. Not really, but getting AD there. That was cool. You talk about, you know, being a, a slave. They maneuvered that situation pretty, you know. But you like that, but like you just like, like that. that's you just but like that's enough. Like, that's Kawhi enough. Is like old that's, people, LeBron is like, come on. <laughs> it's like that's that's enough help. That's enough help. That's yeah, it. That's enough. All you need is like a shooter and you good. Like, why are you trying to get Kawhi? Why are you trying to get Kawhi? <sighs> if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, I'm just gonna tell you right now, it's gonna be the most exciting I'm gonna be to for NBA basketball because it like no team. You can you tell me one team right now if Kawhi goes to the um Clippers. Name the team that's going to win the championship. The Lakers. Here we go. <laughs> Who they have? They're going to sign, re-sign Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee. <laughs> Y'all got Marcus, Dudley. Y'all have Marcus Moore. If they don't get, <laughs> if, if you don't, if they don't get Kawhi Leonard, you can write this down. Marcus Morris, Rajon Rondo, they're not going to get Danny Green because Danny Green is legit just, like, waiting 
Wait, for Kawhi to pick where he's going to go. Boogie Cousins, everybody that's left that's like could surprise you with 20 points in the game are going to the Lakers. Guaranteed. Iggy, and that's and added, add in Iggy. How is that corny? Do you want them to – so should it just be LeBron and AD, them two against the rest of the league? That's what you're saying? Every pieces, yes, yes. Oh my gosh! What? What do y'all? What? What is this struggle y'all, y'all desire so much? Like, <laughs> do, do you, I feel like y'all just listen to Last Days by Onyx like every day. That's what I feel like. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm getting from y'all right now. <laughs> LeBron is always trying to say, and then if he win the chip, what's, what's going to be the narrative? Oh, he he's the best Kawhi. in the world. Oh, he needed AD. It's invalidated. The narrative is going to be he's a champion. So wait a minute. Hold up. Time out. So I'm, I'm going to ask y'all this. Of, Lebri- of, of LeBron, of LeBron's three championships, are all of them, are any of them tainted or something like that? Are any of them, do, have they, do they have an asterisk or... Nah, I was saying that because when KD won, everybody was like, oh, it don't count because he had to go to a 73 and 9. He joined the 70. They lost nine games. Right, so if, nigga, they oh, my play, God. If the, yo, they played the from October to April. Bruh, if the finals MVP joins up with LeBron and AD, you don't think the narrative is going to be, oh, he had to get Kawhi to do it? It's not the same. That's exactly the same. It's exactly that's the, the same. He's just wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, time out. So you mean to tell me, this is funny, you mean to tell me a man plays another team in a seven-game series, is up three games to one, they then lose the next three games, get knocked out, don't make the finals. The 73-win team then loses the finals and calls the best player from that other team to come play for them. Okay. That's, the, like, that's the same. That's the exact like same. Kawhi and wash the heat off the floor back in, what was that, 2010? 4-1? That was actually, that was actually the, that was actually the year after the heat beat the Spurs. So, let's, yeah. that was his so, payback. So, let's not act like he wasn't missing free throws in the fourth quarter, catching that lemon booty when he could have closed the game out. <laughs> and he got tight. And he missed them free throws. That ain't on us. <laughs> I don't appreciate this. Everything oh, is how you look at it, people. I, I just can't. I, I, don't, I don't like this narrative. I got to tell, bro. I got to tell. So, and y'all won't be satisfied until that man is standing there by himself playing everybody, and then when he loses, see? And y'all told about he didn't go. Michael Jordan could have did that with two cinder blocks attached to him. He did it in Space Jam. He did it in Space Jam. (laughs) And that's why they had to do the movie over. No, they didn't have to. No, they didn't have to. Nobody (laughs) asked. Nobody wanted to part two with LeBron. (laughs) Right, so he paid himself to do the movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he paid himself to do the money. That nigga fronting all of that. <laughs> oh, Jorge, thank you for your time and having this conversation. It's been great. Uh, 
Yeah, man. We're going to talk music with you at a later point in time, but uh, we appreciate you. I don't, I don't, I really don't appreciate the premise that I was brought in on. I just. <laughs> <laughs> just say thank you, and, you know. <laughs> I feel like you listen to some old dirty before you put me on. And... <laughs> Not, not the, not the Rockefeller old dirty. I'm talking about like the first, <laughs> the very first album. EVP card old dirty. Yeah, the EVP card, the greatest album cover ever. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. Oh man, thanks for coming up. We appreciate you. No problem at all. Y'all be all good. Brian the Goat, peace. Yup, yup. I would have loved to have been way more energetic to announce this, but I don't care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't Three care. Three o'clock in the morning. Kawhi Leonard's now a clipper. Yay. Now everybody can go on with the rest of their life. I do want to address this in greater detail on a later podcast because uh, I don't want to like feel like I'm putting it at the tail end of this one to try to get all everything in. But Shout out to the Clippers, man. Shout out to Jerry West. Jerry West has always been, like, he's always been good. Goat exec. He's the goat exec. He's the, the mastermind behind the Warriors. He did the Shaq and Kobe joint. And now here we are with Kawhi and, and Paul George. Who would have thunk it? Yo, I don't know. Let me just say, by the way, like, these pundits, like, I'm gonna stop calling them pundits because none of these, none of these niggas know what they're talking about. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody had an inkling about the Paul George. Like, he requested a trade five days ago. Like, about that, nobody knew anything about this. Everybody was saying, I saw Chris Broussard tweet a couple days ago. This long spill, and at the end of it, he was like, "The Clippers are out. It's between the Lakers and the Raptors." Like. These dudes could not have been any more wrong about this Kawhi <laughs> and I'm sick of it. Stephen A., Chris, Chris Carter, Nick Wright, Ramona Shelburne. No Shannon in there. He's not a pundit, Rudy but Garrett. no Shannon. Like, no Shannon in there. He was a he quiet coming. Quiet on the way. Sharp and Skip. All you niggas was dead wrong. Nobody knew. Nobody saw this coming. Not one soul. I, I like how Stephen A. tried to clear it up uh, when the announcement came out. He tried to clear it up. Yeah, only me and a couple knew that the Clippers actually had a chance and came in and said, "No, no, sir, we, we not we not out of this yet." I'm like Stephen A. No, oh, you didn't. You've been saying, yeah, Lakers, nigga, knock it right. off, knock it off. Nobody knew. Nobody knew, but freaking Jerry West apparently and Kawhi, like. Nobody saw this coming. Niggas waking up. I'm like, what? I woke up at 7, 7.30 today. I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, traded Pearl Jones <laughs> to the Clippers for five pick, like, yo. Five first round. Yo, Jerry West, I don't know. That nigga is a mastermind. Like, it, like that's why I said we got to go into this. Yeah. Uh, Mastermind. He he's strategically put teams together 
that people weren't expecting to be put together. Yep. And he's done it and been successful at it. So Yep. And unlike Boston, the Celtics, who were stockpiling all of these picks all these years, and they really couldn't do anything with it. The Clippers, he had his he stocked his picks. Here we go. Let's let's put these picks to, to work. And something the Boston Celtics weren't able to do or unwilling to do, I don't know. But they didn't really flex their picks. Jerry West was like, hey, we got him. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. He's saying he'll, he will come if we get Paul George. This is how we get Paul George. Pull the trigger. And credit to that man and that organization. And they made it happen. I love, I love an owner, GM, who's not afraid to use draft picks. Like you said, no sense of stockpiling them, Danny Ainge, yeah. and just holding on to all your picks to just keep, keep um, drafting forwards. Nigga, use them. And he ain't afraid to pull the trigger to do what he got to do. It's going to be an exciting league. League pass might be a cop this year. I, uh, yeah. Might have to get league pass. Yeah. Because it's – parity is back. There's no clear-cut favorite right now. You can say the Clippers because, like, the defense, like, I'm scared of that team. Defensively, they are going to be elite with Patrick Beverly, Paul George, who was already, like, top three defensive uh, guards this past season, Kawhi, who we know is a defensive specialist with those long arms and those big hands. Like, they're going to be scary on defense. How they work it out on offense, that has – you know, of course, we have to wait and see what that 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 looks like. But and these niggas kept Lou Will on the yo. Lou Will, you still got the six men of the year for the past two years. Wow. You had Patrick Beverly, who was a freaking Rottweiler, like he's a go getter, like him or not, dirty or not, like he makes it happen. And then you just add Paul George, who's an efficient scorer, and Kawhi. We know what Kawhi is. We know what he can do. It's scary. You got Doc Rivers coaching. It's like, listen, like, sign me up. Sign me up for these Clippers games when they come out here. Sign me up. I'm in. The ticket prices of Staples this season. Bruh, between them niggas and the Nets. Jesus. Yeah, so I'm really excited for the season. This nigga... Yo, Kawhi really finessed this whole thing. Like, we're sitting here waiting. Everybody, all the big names, Sunday, Sunday at 6 o'clock, everybody, KD going, Kyrie, right off the bat. Day one, no Kawhi. Day two, no Kawhi. Day three, no Kawhi. Independence Day comes. Oh, we won't be announcing it's a holiday. Like, Check back with us over the weekend. I thought sure. Nigga had, I thought sure he was gonna make that announcement on Fourth of July. Like it's everybody's off. Yo, it was just like right, exactly. Everybody on the holidays, kind of quiet. Let's just drop it right here. Nah, check us on the weekend. Then the nigga had the Lakers delay the AD trade. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was raping the Lakers, bro. That nigga said delay the AD trade until like Sunday. And then we'll talk. <laughs> and then here we come Saturday morning. He like, oh, now nah, we good. I'm going to go across the street. I'm going to go across the hall, rather, and, and sign with the Clippers. Four years, $141 million. Get that paper, bro. We said on here, uh, 
LeBron's first year, we give him maybe one more ring in L.A. And we, we might have to retract that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to have to retire with, you know, that 2016. That's the height of his career. It was a great accomplishment, like beating the 73-1 team, coming down from 3-1. Like, that's it, nigga. That's your legacy. <laughs> you can forget it. We talked about LeBron enough this 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 particular podcast, but next week we won't really get into this whole Kawhi PG thing because that nigga told Russ he did a mini a little mini series said that Oklahoma was yeah better than yeah we gotta get into yeah we gotta, we get gotta into and that. I'm I'm really surprised Sam Presti just let him go like he walked in there like well he didn't walk in there but he had his agents call and was like yo we went out that was like Monday or Tuesday. And by, like, Saturday morning, it was like, all right, yeah, you can go. I was like, what? I'm shocked. I'm shocked as hell that, that Sam Presti just, like, let him walk that fast. But he got, a, he got a nice return. He got a lot of picks. And I guess he could try to rebuild around Russ because Russ seems to be locked in and, you know, don't nobody want to play with him, apparently. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do about Russ. I don't know what they're going to do about They tried to trade him to the Toronto. They tried to package a, a, a PG Russell Westbrook deal. Toronto was like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> we'll pass. That, I don't know <laughs> why, because you would have got PG Rush, you would have kept Kawhi, you would have had um, Lowry, like, yeah, them niggas, yeah. Drake, I don't know what you're doing, but. Yeah. Oh, uh, you got a show? So we get like, these niggas. I don't even know. What's, where we at? What kind of shows I've been given in the past? Did I give Euphoria? You gave Euphoria. What did I just talk about? I gave Euphoria. Um, I gave Claws. I got one for both of us. If, if, uh, I, I got one. Big Little Lies. Nigga stole. Big Little Lies. I was holding that in the tuck. You stole my joke. Nah. Oh, my bad. I was holding that in the tuck, too. That all came back with, like, Claws. You put, like, like, all of it came out at the same time, and I was like, all right, I'll just hold on to that. But, yeah, Big Little Lies, HBO Sundays, 9 p.m. Mel Streep is in this, in this season, and she is amazing. We got we got to do Amazing. a Meryl Street appreciation. Uh, Bro, listen. We got to do one of these days. We got to do a Meryl Street appreciation because I don't know if niggas give her the respect she deserves. Niggas don't know. Niggas don't. Uh, Big Little Lies. I'm gonna go. Uh, the Black Godfather. Um, okay. The general. It's a movie or show. It is. If you watch that and you watch the uh, Quincy Jones joint back to back. You can see how influential black people have been behind the scenes for pretty much a lot of music and entertainment and how, mm-hmm. like, the biggest records or biggest uh, movies or biggest shows have been at the hands of black men or black people, rather. I'm not going to just make it yeah. uh, uh Gender specific. specific to the males. Yeah. Cool. But The Black Godfather, if you haven't watched it already, that is definitely a really good watch. So that's that. We'll be back next week to give you guys a real, real breakdown of Paul George. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into <laughs> George Paul, I skip it. It's called <laughs> Oh, man. This is bananas. Oh, you guys enjoy your weekend. That's all we really have, honestly. We, we... Honestly, we'll be back. <laughs>
<laughs> We're going to have it all next week. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, Yes, sir. <laughs>